This This is the Introverted Speaker Show, a podcast about public speaking for introverted people with your host, Fabian Delorme. Hello, and welcome to the Introverted Speaker Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk about goal setting. Because yes, if you want to improve, to improve at anything, you have to set goals. When I say improve at anything, it can be related to public speaking, obviously, like how to get rid of your public speaking anxiety, or how to prepare better content. Or it can be related to anything else, like losing weight, or I don't know, passing an exam, or finding a new job, anything. We hear a lot about motivation, about motivation coaches, about motivational speeches, about these inspiring quotes you can find here and there on the social networks, for instance, and many other things related to motivation. But quite frankly, motivation is easy. It's easy to get motivated. What's difficult, once you are motivated, is to actually reach your goals. And that's where the hard part begins. So I'll dedicate that episode of the show to this problem of setting and reaching goals. So let's take two fictional characters. Let's call them Paul and Susan. Paul and Susan are friends and they're spending New Year's Eve together. And Paul wants to lose weight and Susan wants to get better at public speaking. And this year, this New Year's Eve, Paul says to his friends, hey, this year I'm gonna lose weight. And Susan says, oh yeah, great, and I'm going to get better at public speaking. Is this going to work? Well, maybe, but probably not. Why? There are several reasons. The first thing Paul and Susan have to do is to set themselves more detailed goals. Because if you just say, I want to lose weight, for instance, and nothing else, well, probably nothing will happen. Because it's too broad. It's too vague. There is no deadline to it. And there is no objective goal. It's subjective. It's very subjective. So it never gets down. Because how, co how could it be down? There is no finish line. There is no moment when you can think, yeah, I'm done. I've reached my goal. Or I haven't reached my goal yet. I better hurry. And it becomes one of those things we would like to do someday. Yeah, like one day I'll be fit. But it never happens. These things never happen. It's just a fiction we tell to ourselves to feel better. So Paul should give himself a more specific goal. Like, I want to lose 15 kilograms. That's a little better. That's a little better because no, there's a finish line. No, there's a moment when the goal can be reached. No, at any moment, Paul can think, I'm done or I'm not there yet. So of course that's better, but that's not enough. Now, as I said a few minutes ago, the next thing Paul needs is a deadline. For instance, he could say, I want a beach body for this summer, so I'll lose 15 kilograms before the end of June. I will lose 15 kilograms in the next six months. No, that's even better. I'd say it's the bare minimum. If you want to set yourself goals, you need an objective goal and a deadline, because nothing gets done without a deadline. And Suzanne could tell... I have an important speech at the end of the month. I'll become so good until then that I'll get a standing ovation. And that would be good too. But there's still a problem. The thing is, they could do even better than that. Because you see, losing 15 kilograms is not that easy. Even if he gave himself a wide time span, it's not that easy for Paul. He needs to lose 
2.5 kilograms per month, which is definitely doable, but it's not that easy. And there's the risk Paul will fail, because he has to be very careful, and he will want to do too much in the first time. What do you think will happen if, after two months, Paul sees he still has 12 kilograms to lose? Of course he'll be discouraged. And there are several ways to solve this. And the first one comes from antique philosophy. You see, back in time, in ancient Greece, then in ancient Roma, there were a bunch of guys, a bunch of philosophers called the Stoics. Yeah, the Stoics, I'm pretty sure you've heard of them. Some of you are probably thinking, oh yeah, yeah, these are the guys who don't fear anything, who don't enjoy any kind of pleasure, and who don't fear pain, right? Well, they seem boring, what's the point? Why are you bringing them in, Fabien? Well, actually, Stoicism is a bit more complicated than that. But mainly, Stoics focus on what we have control over. According to them, there are things we have control over, and there are things we have no control over. Yeah, no kidding. But what's interesting is that, according to them, to become happy, to live a happy life, we should focus all our energy on the things we can control, and never worry on the things we have no control over, because, well, we have no control over them anyway. So what are the things we have no control over? There are many, actually. Fame, power, money, status, success, love, health, pain, death, and many others. In the domain of public speaking, they can be ending with a standing ovation, having thousands of people in the audience, being funny, being memorable, having a computer that doesn't crash, and so on. What are the things we have control over? Our actions, and only them. Our actions have consequences, but we don't always control these consequences. We only control our actions. So, for instance, let's get back to Susan. As I said a few minutes ago, she wants a standing ovation at the end of her speech. Sure, that would be great. But that's not something she can control. It's not her standing and clapping at the end. It's them. The only thing she can do for sure is make an exciting content, make great slides if that's her thing, tell relevant stories, take care of her voice, and rehearse her content many more times before the event. See how that works? Sure, she'd love to have that standing ovation, but maybe it won't happen even if she's great. Because, for instance, the audience is shy. It happens. Some audiences won't make standing ovations. It's very difficult with engineers, for instance. And I say that as an engineer myself. We don't get excited that easily. Or maybe, on the other hand, they will make a standing ovation even though she wasn't that great. Because they were in a good mood because the speaker just before her was really, really great and now they're happy and excited. I've witnessed this phenomenon many, many times. So she just has to focus on doing her job. So her goal shouldn't be, I have to get a standing ovation. It should be something like, I have to insert relevant stories in my speech or I have to structure my speech around a key message or I have to rehearse 20 times before the event, for instance. Oh, and what about Paul? Yeah, let's get back to Paul. Remember, Paul wants to lose weight. But he set his goal as, I want to lose 15 kilograms in the next six months, which is definitely doable. The problem is, he formulated his goal as something he cannot control. You can't say, I'll lose X gram in the next week, or I'll lose Y kilograms in the next month. 
Well, you can say it, but it doesn't work that way. Losing weight is not something you do. It's something that happens when you take relevant action. And what is relevant action that results in weight loss? Yes, changing your diet and doing some physical activity. So rather than say, I'll lose 10 or 15 kilograms, Paul should say, I'll reduce my caloric intake by 25% and run for 60 minutes every other day. And now he's less likely to get discouraged because the situation is totally under his control. There is still one problem, however. Reducing your caloric intake by 25% is no small feat. And so is running for 60 minutes every other day. It's a radical change if Paul is not used to physical exercise. And as a consequence, he's more than likely to give up at some time. Big one-time improvements don't always work. I'm a big fan of continuous small improvements. The idea is that rather than setting yourself a big long-term goal, you set yourself small daily goals or weekly goals. You don't want to improve a lot, which seems like a daunting task. No, you want to improve a little, just a little. But you want to do that each and every day or each and every week. So Paul could reuse his caloric intake by 5% for the next few weeks and then reuse it again by 5% and so on and so on. And he should start exercising gently by running, let's say, I don't know, 20 minutes twice a week. And then after a month, when he's used to it, run for 25 minutes, take two days off and do it again, and so on. And now it will be way easier for him to reach his goals. If he does it, Paul will be shredded in no time, without all the pain and frustration that usually comes with it. What about Susan? She has great goals too. But maybe that's too much for now. Learning to structure correctly her speech and learning storytelling and rehearsing for 20 times, if she hasn't done any of it yet, is probably a bit too much in just a month. She should probably focus on one of these goals and focus on the second one the next time she has to give a speech, and so on. Because if she tries to focus on all of them at the same time, she'll probably fail at one or all of them and be very disappointed in the end. And what I said about Paul and Susan, of course, can be applied to anyone with any goal. Let's say you want to invest money, for instance. Getting rich within the next five years through your investments? Not under your control. What if you lose your job? Or what if the stock market crashes, for instance? Invest investing 20% of your income, although you never saved money? That's too much of a goal. Just invest 1% of your income this month, then 2% next month, and so on, and you'll eventually get to 20% or even higher in the long run. So today, yeah, today, I'd like you to choose a goal, not necessarily related to public speaking, by the way, but a, a very specific goal, a very small one, and something you have total control over. And I want you to focus on becoming better at it, just a little better. It will compound over time. And that's it for today. That's the end of that episode of the Introverted Speaker Show. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to register to get the next episodes. And if you want to talk with me about this episode by email, or if you want to sign up to my newsletter and get daily tips by email about public speaking and introversion, just go to my website www.theintrovertedspeaker.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye!